Super Wildcard Weekend is over. I almost said welcome to Super Wildcard Weekend on Pro Football Ireland. It is Divisional Round Weekend. Wow. Eight teams left. Only two can make it to Arizona in a few weeks. Um, Michael McQuaid, delighted to be joined by Michaela Fagan. Mark Hogan is back next week. Hello, Mark, if you're listening. Michaela, Kajay, Kajay Maratatu. How are you, Michael? Excited for this weekend. I'm really excited about uh, the London games being announced and the Germany games. Let's get right into that. I um, had an idea for a few days this was happening. Did not know the teams until this morning. Obviously, you expect Jacksonville. Um, when we were leaving, I'll, I'll start off with Germany. When, when we were leaving Munich, we seen this big um, poster with Travis Kelsey saying, see you soon, see you soon, Chiefs Kingdom. And it's like, well, yeah, obviously... This is November. So Chiefs and Pats in Germany. It's TBC in terms of the venue. I would speculate. I think that'll be in Munich. I think maybe they're struggling at the minute to have it in both stadiums. Time will tell. I, I hope, you know, it's, it's going to go incredibly well for them. I think we'll see something that we have not seen before because I think the Chiefs will take it to the next level. And then obviously the Bills, the Titans, the Jaguars in London, the Buffalo Bills, Michaela, coming to London town in a one-way street at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. I can't wait to see that tailgate. What's your thoughts on these games? It's uh, some really, really good games being selected. I think I'm really, really, when I found out it was the Bills, I was like, this is going to be the Tom Brady in the books again. I know it's in London, but I was like, it's going to be the Tom Brady and Buccaneers again in Germany. You are, it, it, it is going to be impossible to get a ticket for that game. Everyone will want to see Josh Allen and Stefan Diggs probably arguably and Von the, Miller <laughs> and Von, oh yeah he's gonna come back yeah yeah of course Von Miller yeah so arguably like the top three players at the positions well you can make a case for Von but definitely Stefan and Josh Allen are definitely top three in their positions so people will be clamoring over each other to get those tickets you better work some magic for us Michael right <laughs> I will do it I've actually got a season ticket we've got a season ticket to Tottenham Um, so if anyone's listening to this hey and two season tickets actually so obviously worst comes to worst I'll sit in those seats and, and have a bit of crack in that massive cop stand um, Michaela it talks about the, the growth of the NFL in Europe I think in a couple of years time maybe 2025 2026 I think we're going to have another European city what does Dublin have to do to be that city what more could we could we do like I, I would argue that the Americans love us more they love us the most of every European country and city. And it's because we have such a special and historic connection with them. And there's a lot, a lot of Irish people over there in, in America, all over it. So I don't, I, I, I don't, I think we keep hosting the college games, keep showing that we can do that. Well, obviously the first college game had a bit of growing pains here in the Aviva. Um, I think possibly they could even host the game in Crow Park um, if they wanted to do an NFL one, you know, get the 80,000 seater stadium in there. Um, I think it would definitely, def- definitely sell out. Look, if Garrett Brooks can sell out five nights, an NFL game can sell out no problem. So I think we just need to keep plowing away at those college games, show that there's a great atmosphere, that people from both sides of the pond, you know, America, Europeans, they're willing and they want to come to Ireland. Um, the only thing I can say that we could possibly do is put down the freaking prices of the hotels because oh my god it's a joke gonna have to get someone involved with that i'd say that'd be the only thing that would put people off i love how here. this has turned into an economy conversation um i, I will say that 
us in the north or, or more welcome to welcome people at extortionately lower prices. It's ADP for a bag of Christmas here. Um, not to get into discussion about this, I would love to see Ireland host the game. I think we're going to get more European cities and I'm buzzing for Germany. I think, like Michaela, you, you weren't in Munich last year. I would highly recommend come over with us next year. It's going to be nuts. Like It is genuinely insane. Team bars, for teams that aren't even there, great crack beer houses. The atmosphere was amazing, and obviously London has its has its own thing and mm. its own no, you know I, custom NFL stadium in, in Tottenham, and it's it's going to the next level. I have to. I'm going to be completely. So I did have flights and accommodation booked for Munich, but I couldn't get the ticket, so I changed the flights and accommodation. I changed the flights just to go to Paris in February. Because I was like, I don't want to go over to Munich and, and kind of be sad that I can't go to the game. So I want to save that for when I can actually go to a game. But oh God, I have to... every bar was packed out. You would have loved it, honestly. It was unreal. Honestly, I don't even have to go to Germany to know that it's probably better than London because I do not like London as a city. It's just one of those cities you love or you hate. Or and personally, I hate it. I think it's too cramped. I think there's too many. It's I too- like I I like I I feel the exact same, right? But I, I like what Tottenham Oh, has. don't get me wrong. Yeah. Tottenham is the best stadium for like an NFL game. But like that was the only part of my trip to London for I went and seen the Buccaneers before Tom Brady when they sailed Winston at quarterback and the Panthers um and cam newton wasn't even playing i can't even can't remember who was playing kyle walker i think was playing at quarterback because cam newton was injured and then james yep. winston but obviously i got to see stars like mike evans and christian mccaffrey saw christian mccaffrey score a touchdown so i'll always cherish that but the only the only part of london i like is is um the tottenham hotspur stadium i think it's a beautiful stadium and it's it's very very fitting and you can see that it was built for to host nfl games yeah, um, obviously we'll talk more about that down the stretch, but obviously the Bills, the Titans and the Jags coming to London, uh, Jags and Wembley, and then we've got the Chiefs and the Patriots in Germany next year. Looking forward to that. Before we even get to that point, we've got a big weekend ahead of us and four huge games, the first off being the Jaguars and the Chiefs this weekend. Michaela, um, if you're a Jaguars fan in Ireland, what would you say to them in terms of this is what you need to do to win against the Chiefs because they're going into a fortress with Mahomes. And yes, they done incredible last week, but they're now going up against a different beast this weekend. I would say that they have to, you know what? I wouldn't be fair to Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. You know, like they're 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 a team that can be beaten. And I wouldn't, you know, you got something special going on in in Jacksonville. You don't have your quarterback throw four interceptions and then come back the second half and throw four touchdowns and literally not make a mistake and be one of the best quarterbacks in the league. But And they have some good players on defense. I'd argue that the Chargers have more to offer on defense than the Chiefs do because Chargers got Khalil Mack, they got Joey Boza, who just came back from injury, they got Jaron James in the secondary. You know, Asante Samuel Jr., you know, they, they, got, got, they have a better defense than the Chiefs, so I wouldn't... I wouldn't be scared of the Chiefs, you know. They're they're a team that can be beaten, you know. I remember, I think in the twenty, was it the the COVID season? I remember the Raiders bet them, and I remember Patrick where they all just stormed off into the into the locker room. But you know, if I was Jaguars fans, like I wouldn't, I'd be proud that my team got this far, and I'd be like, it's a little bit of a miracle and good coaching by Doug Peterson that they've gotten this far. Well, if they've gotten this far, they could go all the way. It's called any given Sunday. You know, everyone loves an underdog. So 
just go and show the Chiefs, you know, that you aren't afraid of them. You you can go toe-to-toe with them and that you possibly have a quarterback that in a couple of years we could be saying is up there or if not better than Mahomes because if, you know, people want and people think Trevor Lawrence is generational talent that he could be like a painting running and I think he can as well. So, you know, just enjoy the weekend and enjoy the game. If he's winner, if he's winner, you lose. It's, it'll, it's been a great season for you, no matter what. The, the real interesting thing for me is in this game, and I, I accept what you're saying here about Mahomes and about the Chiefs and about the Jaguars and how they expect to go at this game. Nobody has given the Jaguars a chance in hell in the sense of the, the, it's, it's the Chiefs. They're, they're too good. But Trevor Lawrence has an offense, both rush and pass, that he can put up with a defense that he should be able to put up anywhere between 30 to 38 points. And I said this in a different podcast earlier on today. There is no reason why they cannot go and put the points up. The biggest thing for the Jaguars is going to be how do they stop the Chiefs? Now, if they can limit the Chiefs on 30 to 40% of their plays to a field goal or stop them, they have a serious chance. I seen when researching this game this week that whenever they played each other previously, it was a situation where they Doug Peterson went with an onside kick at the start of the game. And it shows that honestly, you gotta just make those ballsy decisions, try and catch the Chiefs off guard and try and catch the Chiefs at a point where they, they, they don't expect you to get to that point. For me, it's this is either going to be a complete shootout or Michaela, it's going to be a complete walloping by the Chiefs. I would not be surprised if we're in the fourth quarter and the Jags are covering the spread. Spread's like minus nine or something at the minute. I would not be surprised if the Jags take it as close as they can. And I think if they did, they have to be commended. But something is just not sitting right about this game with me. It was the same with the Bengals game last year in the AFC in the AFC Championship. I, don't, I just don't know what it is. When you've got Christian Kirk, when you've got Evan Engram, and when you've got Travis Elliott, you've definitely got a chance. So you're, yeah, you're saying it's not sitting in well and you. It's that you're getting a vibe that we could have an upset here. Yeah. I, I Maybe I'm mad. Am I mad? No, I don't think you're mad. Obviously, what Jacksonville did last week against Chargers, who I know were disappointed this season, but still have a really, really good team. No, I, I, I'm I, going to go with the Jags. Right, let's look at the next game. The late game is Eagles-Giants. This is a great game. Now, hell of a performance in the Giants last week, Michaela. Daniel Jones, the X factor for this team, Saquon Barkley, amazing. But more so, the defensive job done by Wink Martindale on the Vikings last week was superb. Jalen Hurts coming back after a month off in terms of not being fit or healthy. Intriguing game. I think I know where you're going to go with this because everyone's going in the same route. What happens? Well, Jalen Hurts is, um, he's he's not limited in practice anymore. So I think he's fully healed from that shoulder injury that he took at the end of the season. But I have to go with my Eagles now. If I wasn't an Eagles supporter though, and I was just a fully neutral, I would... I would kind of be like, I don't know who to pick because I think the Giants are a good team. You know, the Giants were the underdog against the Vikings last week and I still picked them to win. So, you know, they're not they're not going to... I don't think they'll get annihilated by the Eagles, but I, I have to stick with the Eagles just because the pure talent that they have all over that roster, the secondary, the run game, the receiving core, it, it, the quarterback, the, the rushers, the defensive line. I, I think they have every position locked up basically I, I think one-on-one matchups with anyone on the Giants except maybe Saquon Barkley 
is like is in Saquon versus Miles Sanders, who would you rather have? People would probably say Saquon 100%. So I think that's the only position they have us they, that they have that's better than ours. But even Miles Sanders, he's he's a he's a thousand yard rusher, you know. So and we have Jalen Hurts, and he's one of the best rushing quarterbacks in the league. So I think it's going to be an exciting game. I think the Eagles did batter them the first time they played this season. I think the second game was a little bit closer, but Jalen was just coming back from injury. The only thing that I will say is I hope the bye week hasn't affected the Eagles in any way because I know it's not just not even in American football but in soccer that days off or weeks off does affect the team even if they're on a hot streak um you know I've seen it before it, it, a couple of years ago I can't remember who it was specifically but the number one seed I think last year or the year before got knocked out in the divisional round but I can't remember who it was if it was AFC or NFC I think it was the AFC team I could see in your head your cards are turning you're trying to think are, who are you that talking was. about the Titans last year Titans and the Bengals <laughs> I think it was the Titans or the Titans number one seed. Or was it the Ravens beat the Titans? I can't remember anymore. But the, well, the whoever, Ravens, yeah, I think the, it was the, the Titans. The Titans were the number one seed and everyone thought they were going to march on. And that's why a lot of people now are asking what the situation is in Tennessee and why, you know, frankly, I think Vrabel's got one more season as a pass. And that's why, you know, he they need to make something work. They need to get rid of Ryan Tannehill and bring in like Derek Carr or something. But yeah, no, I'm going with my Eagles. I'm, I'm intrigued to hear what you think. <laughs> I... Look, the Eagles are going to win this game. Barring some sort of miracle, and it can happen, of course it can happen, the Eagles should win this game. Now, what the situation is, and it's very much like this Kansas City game, how do they win this game? Do they win this game with an effective Jalen Hurts, or do they win this game by getting over the line? Jalen Hurts played on December to get team fully fit against the Chicago Bears and has not been fully fit since. So the question for me is, how and how... Is Jalen Hurts in this game? Does he have space to make deep throws? Does he have space outside of the pocket? Is there going to be an effective run game for Philadelphia? How will AJ Brown play? The Eagles have got the best or one of the best defenses in the league for me. And that's what's going to be so intriguing to me. Will Daniel Jones be able to, in third down situations, third and six, third and seven, third and long, be able to use his legs and get anywhere between 30 and 40 yards, 40 yards rush? The pressure is rightly on the Eagles. And it's all about how effective Daniel Jones can be in this game for me. He has proven so many people wrong, including myself over the last few weeks. Hodgkins, Slayton, how can they get the ball down the field if they can just keep in the game? That's all Giants fans will want. That's all Giants fans will ask for. If they're in the game in the fourth quarter, they've got a hell of a chance. I think the Eagles will win the game comfortably, personally. But yeah, I can see a path. They just have to be the better team for 60 minutes. But I think, and this is a conversation that we'll have going into the Niners game, I think we will see rustiness with the Eagles. I think we'll see rustiness with the Chiefs. And I start to think now when you've got teams like the Niners in the NFC that have not had a bye week, I think they're in a better position, personally. I really, really do. So I think Jalen Hurts needs to go out and make a statement performance against the Giants. No doubt about it in my mind because the Giants have had one hell of a year. And if they keep this game within seven to 10 points, they've done an amazing job. And credit to Wink Martin, credit to Brian Dable, credit to this, credit to Joe Shannon and, and the, the whole of the Giants organization. It's been a superb performance this season. They've proven many people wrong, including myself. I think it ends this weekend, but we'll see how it goes on. Um, Sunday... We've got the Bills against the Bengals. And I'm really intrigued to hear your thoughts on this, Michaela, because Joe Burrow has no protection whatsoever. So please tell me how Joe Burrow can go to Buffalo and win. A very emotional game, obviously, after uh, what happened a few weeks ago. I have the Bengals to win this game, 100%. I just believe in the team more. I know it'd be a great storyline with Demar, 
and you know but you kind of look at like I know you can look at both sides last week the Bengals and the Bills and they both weren't at their best you know the Bills cut very very close with the Dolphins so one stage where I was like the Dolphins are gonna knock the Bills out of the playoffs and then the Ravens obviously kept it close to the, the Bengals the Bengals had to get a fumble at the one yard line to win that game so I, I want to see the best from the best this week it's kind of hard because they're both I, I, I can't separate Josh Allen and Joe Burrow you know they're such, both such great great quarterbacks and they both have amazing amazing receivers obviously Allen has Diggs Burrow has Chase I think the Bills are more of a complete team. I think I, f- I feel like I'm going to change my opinion now. I'm, I, I, do I have to pick? Because I, I actually genuinely... Yes, you have, you have to pick. 100%. I have to pick. Okay. I'm. Well, I said Bengals-Eagles Super Bowl, so I'm going to stick with the Bengals then to win. Um, I don't know. I just think Burrow will get it done. And I'm, I'm actually going out for this game. I'm actually going out to Dublin to watch this game, which I never, I usually don't do. I don't go out to watch NFL when you games. Say, I, I don't mean to jump in. Sorry. You know, obviously, yeah. And you're going to the Walsh show. That'll be great crack. And yeah. I'm looking forward to Jeff Reinbold's event there in a few weeks' time. When you say you think the Bengals are going to get it done, what? Because I'm honestly, I'll, I'll, I'll talk about this in a second and just my own thoughts. I see the opposite. What makes you think? Do you think it's because of the performance last week or, or what is it? like? Because going to Buffalo is one thing, Michaela, but going to Buffalo after the way they played last week, they, were, they weren't they were great against the Ravens, but then, against, then again, the Ravens done a very, done very, very well defensively. I just don't see how Burrow, after last week, has the confidence. Maybe I'm crazy, but... The way I look at it is if the Dolphins can put up the 30 points or whatever they put up against the Bills with a third-string quarterback then the Bengals can easily, easily do it with the number one overall pick. You know, he's going to be a future MVP. He's going to be a future Super Bowl winner. So is Allen, don't get me wrong. But I don't know. I just, there's something about Burrow and the Bengals. You know, when they started off the season, I was like, oh, they were literally, that was just a fluke what they done last year getting to the Super Bowl. But it's obviously not. They're still, they're probably one of the best teams in the AFC now. I just, I think if the only issue for one of the only issues for the Bengals is the, the O-line. Obviously, you know, it's still not the top, top end O-line that they need to protect Burrow. He's still taking over 40 sacks this season. But what the Bills are going to have to do is they're going to have to put pressure on them and they're going to have to, you know, blitz and kind of make sure Burrow doesn't have time to make the long throws to chase. But, you know, I think Burrow and the Bengals can still get it done if, um, you know, they're throwing the short to medium throws, the slants. I, I don't know what it is. I, I just think it's going to be the Bengals because I uh, before the game got stopped when they were supposed to play in regular season, I still thought it was going to be the Bengals as well. Time will tell. Um, well, in terms of my thoughts for this game, I very much looked at the Bengals um, you know, sort of like my, in terms of my decision-making over the last few weeks and I was looking at how they were going to make a run. Bengals in the first five to six minutes of that game where Damar Hamlin had the cardiac arrest and it's amazing to hear and just fantastic to hear thank God that Damar Hamlin is now visiting the Bills facility a a few times a week and continued prayers to him and his family and for me Michaela it's you know it seems as if that was the Bengals game at the peak they looked like they were peaking in that game they had the Bills in that game 100% but we only seen a small snapshot of it so for me it's a number of different factors. How effective can Josh Allen be with Stefan Diggs and secondary wide receivers like Cole Beasley, who came in last week and done a very, very good job? 
how effective can Josh Allen's offensive line be to protect themselves against the Bengals' defense? I think when you weigh up everything, I think there's too much pressure on Joe Burrow. They could not officiate a run game against the Ravens, and I think the Bills will stop the, 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 the running backs in Cincinnati. And I will be concerned if I'm a Bengals fan going into this game this weekend. Like, don't get me wrong. If they win this game, I think they win the AFC. Because a team to go to Buffalo in the playoffs and win is not an easy feat, especially with all the emotion attached. This is going to be a hell of a game. I'm going to take the Bills in a shootout. I'm going to take the Bills, ironically, in overtime. And I'm going to take the Bills to face the Chiefs in Atlanta next week in a neutral venue to go to the Super Bowl. I think it's it's the right decision to make. And I feel that the fans this season, we've seen a very lackluster NFC. I feel that we deserve the Eagles against the Niners. And I feel that we deserve the Chiefs against the Bills. And that's, you know, that, that's the way I see it. And I guess that sort of leans into our last game when we look at the Cowboys going, to, going against the 49ers. We didn't, I don't, did we, I don't know if we, did we talk on Tuesday about Brady and stuff? I mean, what, what was your thoughts on the Cowboys the other night? Because they weren't playing a great team, McKellar. Yeah, we did touch on them the other night because I remember specifically because I said Dak Prescott is never going to bring them further than the divisional round and he's he's reached the ceiling and then the guy goes and throws what like four touchdowns gets one rushing touchdown doesn't throw an interception that so that's how i remember that we talked about them but credit where credit is due i said this the last time the cowboys played well Dak played great he played like oh whatever he is like a hundred it's a hundred forty million dollar contract he played to what his contract is worth i think maybe it could be just a one-off though he's not consistent enough for me he's a little bit injury prone but all this praise for Prescott and the Cowboys, you have to remember, now I know it's Tom Brady. I know it's Tom Brady. And whoever beats Tom Brady deserves a little bit of praise. But to do it in this season when the Buccaneers were awful and when Brady had taken a step down, either due to party personal reasons or just to coaching, I don't know what it was. But for them to beat the Buccaneers, it wasn't... It wasn't like they bet the 49ers. It wasn't like they bet the... Now, I know they bet the Eagles in regular season, in regular season, but that was when we had Gardner Minshew. So it's not like they bet, you know, the 49ers or the Eagles or or somebody else or the Chiefs or the Bills in, in that game, in that playoff game. So I, I really think the 49ers are going to just remind the Cowboys why they never get far in the playoffs. And I think why... I think... Honestly, I think if the, if it was a 49ers and Eagles NFC Championship game, I think everybody would be rooting for the 49ers. I think people just want to see Kyle Shanahan win a ring, and I think he does deserve one. He, the, the, yeah, he's the, got plenty of time anyway. <laughs> I, I know that, but I think people, like even, I, like, even when they played the Chiefs, and they probably should have won that Super Bowl against the Chiefs, and the Chiefs just made a comeback towards the end. But I think Kyle Shanahan is such a good, consistent coach. I think people would be rooting for him to win a ring, like how they rooted for Sean McVay. Like, Sean McVay is still young. He's still plenty of time now. I know there's a load of talk about retirement, but he's coming back next season. But I know... Me personally, I'm rooting for Kyle Shanahan to get a ring. And I think the 49ers, like to, to see the stuff Shanahan does with that team. And I always I always undermine them and underestimate them every year. But to see the stuff they are doing with that team with a with a with the Mr. Irrelevant pick and even with like I don't even think Jimmy G is like 
he's, he's an average quarterback. He's all right. But the fact that they just, they're just so good on both sides of the ball, especially their defense. I think the 49ers are going to remind the Cowboys why they choke every season or every time they're in the playoffs. And they're, they're going to make, they're going to make everyone want to want them to win the Super Bowl this year. I have said this for every game, but I mean it for this one. Everyone's saying this week that Doc Prescott oh, didn't play that great against the Bucs because he was playing the Bucs and the Bucs didn't deserve to be there. The Dallas Cowboys did not decide that. The Dallas Cowboys had to play who they were meant to play and they played a good game, a really good game. Dalton Schultz played it fantastic. Mika Parsons and this defense have been excellent all season. And this cancel culture with Brett Maher is ridiculous in the kicker. Mike McCarthy's given him a chance. I hope for Brett's sake that he goes out and he kicks a few field goals or extra points on Sunday and this is put to bed because I'm actually sick of it, to be honest with you. I think it's pathetic that people are so down on people a lot. On Monday night, social media was crazy um, and I felt bad for him. I, I just understand. don't see... Sorry, go ahead. I, I was going to say, I understand that you feel bad and it is stupid that he's getting this cancel culture treatment especially if a, if a wide receiver, like, look at Waddle, you know, when Waddle, I mean, he had like two or three drops, you know, like he's not getting cancelled and saying he should be dropped or someone else should be brought in. But it's kind of like, I do understand your frustration and I do, I'm somewhere in the middle between them all. Like, I think he definitely, all right, all right, chalk it up to a bad game. Let's play him against the 49ers. He'll be fine. He'll probably go back to making this kicks of me. Like, you know, oh, I'll be grand. But I do understand people's frustration because it's kind of like, You've one job is to kick the ball. I feel like a lot of people would think they could kick a ball between the posts from 25 yards away. They probably can't. They probably don't realize how hard it is. Like I could probably like I'd like to think I can kick the ball between the two <laughs> to the field the, the two posts, but I'd probably miss it or I probably wouldn't have the strength to make it. So never like, mind adding in the millions of the millions, millions of people, people watching, watching the you, the pressure, especially if it's a very, very important kick and you need the three points for it to go to overtime or to win the game. But yeah, I do understand people's frustrations because it's kind of like you have one job, you're like, what, 25 yards out and you can't do what you're paying millions for. But I think, yeah, people are overreacting a bit. Like, like, all right, give him the criticism, but like, he's, he'll probably be fine the next game. I think the thing for me is, and this is where it comes down to, like the Cowboys are realistically going up against a Niners team that will have at least, in my opinion, three passing touchdowns from Brock Purdy, who's got a higher EPA percentage than Patrick Mahomes, which is ridiculous. Granted, that's one stat that I should not be throwing in the conversation, but it's true, so it's funny. Um, three passing touchdowns and potentially two rushing touchdowns with McCaffrey and somebody else. So taking that into account, you're looking at a minimum 35 points. Add another field goal onto it, 38 points. Can the Cowboys go to Levi's and put up 38 to 41 points? Absolutely they can, but my God, the Niners defense could eat them alive. I just think the smart choice in this game is the Niners. There is a path, Michaela, I think a bigger path, a bigger path than maybe a lot of other teams, a bigger path than the Bengals, in my opinion, and a bigger path than the Jaguars for this Cowboys team to go to Levi's and cause a shock. And I would not put it past them. But for now, I'm going to say I'm taking the I'm taking the Niners. And we're being born. We're being born. We've got the Eagles against the Niners next week and the Chiefs against the Bills. Or you, you got the Chiefs I against the Bengals. I picked the Jags. I, you, you yeah, pick... we're not being born. I picked the Jags against the Chiefs and I picked the Bengals I can't believe I forgot that you said the Jags. I I, 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 I just I don't like Patrick Mahomes. I think he's too cocky. Like, I, I, know, I know, but we, 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 have, we have to be, you know, naturally, you know, chilled on our picks. I hate the Chiefs with a passion. Hate them. Can't stand them because I'm a Broncos fan. But Oh yeah, but like Mahomes if it was like the regular season, I'd be saying the Chiefs. 
Look, if, if 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 the Jaguars win, it's an incredible performance. It, it it'll be good crack as well. And obviously, looking forward to the games. Uh, if you're available on Sunday, we'll, we'll we'll go through Saturday's games and obviously appreciate them. You coming on the chat, just Michaela. I'm very much looking forward to the games this weekend. You can follow us on social at NFL Ireland. Search Pro Football Ireland for people asking for tickets for Jeff Reinbold in Dublin and Belfast. We have no tickets left. I'm really sorry, but um, we'll try and do it again. Really, really appreciate it. Michaela, enjoy the games this weekend, yeah? See you soon, folks.